Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Good morning and welcome to Feet to the Fire. It is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Hope that you had a great Martin Luther King Day yesterday, and this is your host, Sergio Fassa. Well, things keep getting worse and hotter as the water is boiling for President Joe Biden. Now it's being reported that after all they've done to go after Trump's taxes and his tax records are completely clean, And they, by the way, illegally released and leaked his tax records. I think Congress was responsible for that. But Trump's tax records are clean. What's now being reported, Dear Joe received some nearly $50,000 a month in rent from Hunter Biden, unreported on Joe's tax returns, $50,000 of rental income from his son, unreported on his taxes, which is not only problematic simply because of the the tax code, but also where's that $50,000 coming from? What kind of rent payment is that? And we thought Hunter had terribly, terribly corrupt dealings with Ukraine, possibly with China. And so seems like some of that international money being being given over to Hunter Biden, can you make the argument, was being funneled to Joe through a $50,000 a month rent payment? Unreported. Also, missing visitor logs, no visitor logs at all, for Biden's Wilmington house. I believe it was the Wilmington house where they found more classified documents, but we have no idea who's been to that house and who may have seen these documents. So everything they've been accusing Trump of, actually Biden's responsible for. And one of the takeaways is not so much that Joe is corrupt. We know that. We know Democrats deal in corruption. That is their main bread and butter. But another takeaway is that Trump is yet once again exonerated, vindicated. Can we detail and list how many fake narratives, fake accusations, fake uh, attack plans they've run against Trump? Witch hunts, you might use that phrase. How many fake witch hunts they've, they've carried out against Trump that have come up with nothing. There's probably more than I can articulate and remember here, but just off the top of my head, Russian collusion, shown to me nothing. They even an independent counselor, Mueller, remember that? Comes out with a press conference after years and millions of wasted tax dollar money and a big nothing, no Russian collusion. Stormy Daniels came to nothing. She got countersued and lost. Her lawyer, Michael Avenatti, is on his way to jail. Accusations of of, uh, alleged sexual harassment in the workplace by some phony women 
bringing up slanderous accusations against Trump came to nothing. Matter of fact, women came out and said it was great working for Trump. What else did we have? Obviously, like I said, tax returns. Trump cheated on taxes. Came to nothing. Mar-a-Lago raid. Classified documents. Obstruction has come to nothing. And we've seen that Biden actually has done far worse. I mean, that's all I can think of for now. But time and time again, you see Trump has been chased down by the establishment and is vindicated. And it's the establishment that's corrupt. It's the establishment that's entirely corrupt. Oh, the Ukrainian phone call that Trump had. That was shown to be completely innocent. He was exonerated. January 6th, Trump caused the January 6th so-called insurrection. Nope, found, can't get anything on him. They closed up that January 6th committee when Congress changed hands, and that's all done and over. It's outrageous. Do not believe the dump Trump hype. All right, here's some things we missed from Friday Follies that I wanted to mention. I... I said it briefly at the end, but let's read a couple more quotes from the article. Just the news. New York State legalizes human composting and religious groups raise alarm. I should say so. This is how to dispose of dead bodies. Proponents of human composting tout the new disposal method as more environmentally friendly than burial or cremation. It's the practice of transforming bodies into soil. Yeah, it's more environmentally friendly. You know, for these environmentalist wackos who believe in population control and think that the earth is melting and uh, there's too many people populating the planet and we need to stop eating beef and we need to stop turning so much of the land into farmland and there's too much methane, all these people in favor of population control and global government to control the population? Why stop at human composting uh, with dead bodies since it's environmentally friendly? These people are going to tell you it's environmentally friendly to dispose of living bodies, to cut down the population. And they're already doing it with infanticide, with the Democrats voting last week that if a baby survives a botched abortion, kill it anyway. Let it lay on the table and die. This is who these people are. They call it natural organic reduction alongside cremation and burial on the list of acceptable ways to lay human remains to rest. See how they put that nice spin, that fluffy, empty speech, these platitudes to describe things and to make it sound better? Women's reproductive rights. No, it's murder, pro-choice. You guys hear me say this all the time. They take something terribly sinister and evil and make it sound nice. Yeah, your dead relative. We'll call it natural organic reduction. Rather than turning your family member into soil and putting it in someone's garden, as I said last week, a garden in which you raise vegetables that you then serve at a New York City restaurant. It's disgusting. It's It's one step closer to abject 
pagan practices like, like cannibalism, where man is not regarded as the peculiar and special image bearer of God on earth. And it is certainly reminiscent of that famous movie, Charlton Heston, about which many jokes and comedic skits have been made over the years. Soylent Green, a futuristic, dark drama wherein the people are eating this new government-issued food, and it's the most popular thing ever, called Soylent Green. And finally, at the end, Charlton Heston exposes it and realizes it's, it's, not, it's not a comedy, it's a drama, but people have, you know, uh, as I said, made comedic skits out of it over the years, which is pretty hilarious. But the ending is Charlton Heston finds out that Soylent Green, the government-issued food that everybody is consuming, is actually people. He screams at the end, it's people. Sorry if I ruined the movie for you. That they're taking bodies and converting it into a food supply to feed the population, to feed the masses. That's what this is like in New York. California, Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington have already legalized the practice of human composting. Disgusting. Okay, let's go on to some election integrity stuff. 150,000 votes in the 2020 election are not tied to a valid address in, you guessed it, Wisconsin. That's from the Epic Times. One of the, oh, look at that, one of the quote-unquote swing states, that last minute goes to Biden. It's the same states that the Democrats keep getting last minute to win these elections. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Michigan. Is that not conspicuous. So 150,000 votes, no valid address in Wisconsin. Also, last week, I believe, or the week prior from the Epic Times, Nevada's newly minted Governor Joe Lombardo is a Republican, rescinds all COVID-19 mandates. So this guy gets installed in office a week or two ago, takes back all COVID mandates. I believe he was the sheriff in Clark County, which I also believe is where Vegas is, which would be the Democrat stronghold in Nevada. Yet he's the Republican, gets elected. But, but, oh, we lost the Senate race in November. Even while Joe Lombardo won the gubernatorial race, the Republican, we lost the Senate race. Nothing to see here. How about this? The post-millennial, Eric Swalwell, remember him, California representative who had a Chinese mistress who he found out was a Chinese spy, and he was on the House Foreign Intel Committee, Foreign Relations Committee. So this guy is in an illicit affair with a Chinese spy, and nobody does anything to prosecute him. He's still, he's still a U.S. representative no charges, nothing to see here, no traitorous behavior, no betrayal of his country, no concern over being in bed literally with the Chinese communists. Sorry not to be too graphic. Well, he and Pramila Jayapal claimed to fear workplace violence, a workplace violent event from the House GOP. That's right, Eric Swalwell epitomizing what Rush Limbaugh used to call the new castrati, that's right, neutered men with no brass or guts. This is our fearless 
This is our fearless has affairs with Chinese spies, Eric Swalwell representative. A lot of my Republican colleagues glorify violence. What? And proudly display the firearms they have in their offices. So it just makes me nervous that we could have a workplace violence event. They're not the most suitable people, Swalwell said. Yeah, but you're not nervous that you're going to get cut when you're not paying attention in bed with a Chinese spy. Not nervous about that at all. Not nervous about what the Chinese communists might be doing. You're worried about Republicans with guns on their wall. They shared their fears of living in a, quote, QAnon reality where their possibly armed Republican colleagues could become violent in the workplace. Yeah, all the Republican congressmen are going to engage in an armed insurrection. These people, Swalwell, spineless, spineless, so effeminate. The Church of England from the Daily Fetched. Woke Church of England offers, listen to this, $100 million in reparations payments for their role in slavery. That's right. The, church, the, the ending is very ironic. Listen to this. The Church of End, uh, England announced a £100 million reparations styles package to apologize for its role in the historical slave trade, which it helped abolish in the West. So it wasn't enough that they helped abolish it, William Wilberforce and the Church of England. Uh, they have to pay now over 100 years later, 150 years later, 200 years later, have to pay all this money. The move came in response to a report commissioned by the church detailing, quote, shameful ties to slavery, which will see a whopping 100 million pounds handed out to race-based initiatives such as an, quote, impact investment fund, which seeks to create a, quote, better and fairer future for all and families descended from slave trade victims. You know what that means? A slush fund for all kinds of wasted government programs and all the money will probably end up back in the hands of establishment folks and social leftist programs. But the move, here's the ironic part, comes amid a looming economic crisis where many churches struggle with upkeep, with 1,000 churches being closed in the last 30 years and 400 in the previous decade. No kidding, Sherlock. That's ironic. So your solution with all these closing churches is to continue to render yourselves obsolete and irrelevant by giving out 100 million pounds in reparations and apologizing for slavery yet again. Are you not having an introspective look and wondering why maybe all your churches are closing? Maybe it's because you've stopped preaching the truth and doing the work of scripture and the gospel, and instead you're engaging in woke socialist leftist programs like paying out slavery reparations. That's why your churches are closing. That's not the solution to your closing churches. And Trump Truth Social, millions of ineligible voters found within New York's voter database. We will get to that and some more integrity, election integrity issues tomorrow. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. The only people acting with integrity in the best interests of America are Donald Trump and the MAGA base. Stay strong. <laughs>